Welcome to God Life Broadcast with Pastor Michael Ofori, the founder and head pastor of God Life Central Church, a rapidly growing church in Kumasi, Ghana. Pastor Michael carries a unique teaching ministry characterized by the demonstration of the spirit and power. Now, let us join him. Luke chapter 14, verse, Luke 10. 10. verse 15. Now, when one of those who sat at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Then he said to him, A certain man gave a great supper and invited many. See, many. Many are invited. See, many are invited. Great. And sent his servant at supper, supper time, to say to those who were invited, Come, for all things are now ready. Today, I want to talk about come and see. Say, come and see. Wonderful. Come, for all things are now ready. But they all, with one accord, began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a piece of land. If the Bible is yours, underline it, a piece of land. I have bought a piece of land or ground and I must go and see it. I ask you to have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I am going to test them. You can underline Five yoke of oxen. And I am going to test them. And I ask you to have me excused. And still another said, I have married a wife. Ah. And therefore I cannot come. Three people. Bible says began to make excuses. And with one accord. In other words, they agreed not to come. And now they began to give excuses, to make excuses. The first one said, I have what? I have bought a piece of ground. You see, Jesus Jesus died for the world. Shed his blood for the world. For the whole world to be saved. And now he makes the invitation. What is the invitation? Come and be a partaker of the kingdom of God. Come and experience the power of God. Come and be blessed. The things of this world cannot satisfy you. The kingdom of God is like a great party. Because the kingdom of God is the only kingdom that offers everything and anything you need. Real satisfaction it's in the kingdom of heaven. That's why Jesus said, Come to me, all ye that labor and are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Somebody look at the Bible. Somebody like Zacchaeus. 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 Zacch
Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Bible says he was a rich man. In the city of Jericho. Zacchaeus didn't lack anything. Zacchaeus no so you cannot say I'm rich so I don't need God neither can you say I am poor so I don't need God or you are sick so you don't need God you are well so you don't need God every human being needs God so they began to make excuses the first one said I have a land let's look at that what are some of the things that prevent people from coming to God? Their wealth. What they think they have. Their possessions. There are some people who think they are too rich to be in church. Everybody needs God. Because if you don't have God, you will have this emptiness within you that nothing can satisfy there is some emptiness it's like the more I get the more I can get and the more I will satisfy and they will chase they will chase every little penny but they can't be satisfied but true satisfaction is in Jesus Christ I said true satisfaction is in Jesus Christ he said I bought a land so I cannot come people get things they say they can't come to church Somebody said, my money is too much. I can't pay tithe. Then number two. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I'm going to test them. Another, another, another excuse that people give when it comes to receiving the kingdom of God, receiving God, receiving Jesus, is their work. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I work for the Chinese. On Sunday we go to work. I cannot, I cannot come to church. I work here. I work at the mall. I do this. So I cannot come to church on Sunday. So the excuses people give. One lady told me she goes to work in the night. When she comes to church Sunday, she will sit in church and sleep. So that pastor, that's why I don't come to church. I said, you come and sleep. I said, no, no, no. no My work is so important. Hallelujah. Amen. Another excuse, the third excuse. Still, another said, I have married a wife. People cannot come to church because of relationships. My wife, my husband, my mother, my father, my brother, they said, people don't come to church because of relationships. You met a new girlfriend. She's so beautiful. You don't want to leave her crowd. On Sunday, that's where you go out. So you can't come to church. See, I cannot come. You have been invited for a great supper by the king. You said you cannot come. Because of a wife. I mean, if you are even 
why don't you take your wife to the wedding? I didn't know for you didn't know a point to the dinner to the dinner. It would have been nice. Oh, but yes, sir. I see, but he has made up his mind not to come. Why you not can say ban one minute or the baby no one? So that servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house, being angry, the master was what? God is not happy. God is actually angry. When people don't come to church. It's true. It's not happy. Jesus shed his blood. What makes God happy? What brings joy? The kingdom of heaven. It's when a sinner comes into the kingdom. He said he was angry and said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in here the poor and the maimed and the lame and the blind. He says, Now go out. Bring here, go into the streets and the lanes. Go out. Bring people. Bring people. Bring the poor. Bring the lame. Bring the lame. People who don't have who don't have legs. Don't have it. And those who are crippled. Bring all them. Yet, and the servant said, Master, it is done as you commanded, and still there is room. He says, Master, we have gone to bring the blind, the maimed, the lame, and they have come. There are empty seats. There are empty seats. What did he say? Then the master said to the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in. He says, Now do what? Compel them to do what? Compel them to do what? Come in. The anakazo, the word compel, the Greek is anakazo. Anakazo. Is anakazo. To compel means um, uh, anakazo means to necessitate. So to force. To tr- use threatenings. You see, Satan is such that he doesn't want people to be free. He said that he doesn't want people to see. God. I'm saying the God of this world, that is the devil, has blinded the eyes of many that they would see and come to the glorious gospel. To compel, that's anakazo, means to force. So he said, now go out and force people to come that my house may be full. He said, I don't want to see empty seats. The master of the house, his mind is that his house will be full. God doesn't want any man to perish. God doesn't, God, you see, what Christ offers is far higher, is greater. The opportunities that that is in Christ. 
is inexhaustible. They are wider opportunities. Great graces. Let me tell you. Jesus offers forgiveness of sins. Jesus heals. Jesus empowers. Jesus strengthens. Without him, you can do nothing. You are actually hopeless when you don't have Christ. That is the gospel. Jesus is the hope of the world. He says, come. But you see, people are so blinded. That's why in John, he says, light has come into the world, but men love darkness because of how deceived you see Satan is always deceiving men his name is the deceiver he deceived Adam in the garden he deceived Eve in the garden he caused them Satan always causes people to disobey God to to turn away from God not to come to God he uses them. But let me tell you something. There is no place in, on this earth that is safer than being in Christ. Oh, The safest place to be and, as, and especially in this age and in this generation. I said in this age and in this generation. Jesus is the only answer to humanity. How demons, how Satan fight people, blind people. I was, I was, I was ministering and then I had a word of knowledge. There was a lady in the church. Two people in their family are mad. Some are dying. I said, I said to her, lady, the only place you can be saved is in Christ. Don't joke with your Christian life. You see, sometimes when pastors say this thing, people think that because we want their money or something, it's a lie. Get this. In this church, I said, I tell, but somebody comes and says, Pastor, I had a dream, and in the dream, I was told that I shouldn't leave church. I should always be here. Because you're praying for me. Because the church is praying for me. I'm being protected. When these people get money, they think blessed. They don't want to be in the church again. You call them excuses. I have married a wife. I have given birth. I have, I have a land. I have this. I don't want to come. I cannot come. I don't have time. Give me excuses. Until the devil strikes. Remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. Whilst the evil day cometh not. That's That's an evil day. You can you are saved in Christ. You are preserved in Christ. Oh yeah. Remember. Says, remember now your creator in the days of your youth, before the difficult days come. The evil days. There's a time that Satan will knock at your door. 
and your safety is will come because you are in Christ. Because you have you have fellowship with Christ. So all these people began to make excuses. But the man said, "Go and force them." There are people who would not be saved. If we don't, if the church doesn't rise up and force them. I said there are people who would never be saved. If the church doesn't force them. Matthew chapter 11 verse 12. It says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by Force. It says from the day of John the Baptist till now. Why? Because Satan is the kind of devil that will not let you go free. Let, let me give you a, 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 an example. Pharaoh of Egypt had enslaved the Israelites for 400 years. God himself came down to Moses. He says, go and tell Pharaoh. Let my people go. Pharaoh said no. God performed signs, about 10 of them, right? Striking Egypt. But Pharaoh had hardened his heart. He says, I will not let you go. That's how Satan is. That is why we also, as Christians, must use force in Jude, he says, you must snatch some from where? From fire. Not just to snatch your family members from fire. You see, snatch others from the fire and save them. To others, show mercy, make fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. This is the people we have to use force. I hear the time has come for the church to use force to save people. Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. Tell people. They must be saved. They are giving excuses. On Sunday, I am watching football. Early in the morning. Some people go and play football in the morning. And they watch football in the afternoon. No place for God. He says such people we must warn them. And we must snatch them from fire. Why must we do that? That is so winning. That is so winning. God wants the church to save souls. Everybody must be involved. In Daniel chapter 12, verse 3, I believe. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. He says, when we win souls, when we win souls, we will shine like stars. Heaven is real. Hell is real. God wants us to snatch people. People are lost. Jesus said, narrow is the way that leads to eternal life. But it says broad 
is the way that leads to where destruction and he says many are on that road but on the narrow road fulfilled so anakazo is to force them to compel them hold them threaten them and choose every every possible means to get them to to be saved to get them to be in church call them everything praise the lord hallelujah john chapter 1 give me from 29 the next day john saw jesus coming toward him and said behold the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world See, john saw jesus he says this is the lamb of god that takes away the sin of the world next verse this is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who is preferred before me. For he was before me. I did not know him, but that he, he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore, I came baptizing with, with water. And John bare witness, saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testify that this is the Son of God. This is John the Baptist revealing Jesus to Israel. Or to the world. You see, John was the forerunner of Jesus. He came to prepare the way for Jesus the, the savior of the world and the sign that he was given listen, was that when he sees Jesus when he sees the Messiah this is the sign that would prove that this is him see, the one you see the spirit coming upon him and the spirit remaining upon him. He is the Messiah. He is the son of God. He is the one that takes away the sin of the world. Listen. Jesus was John's cousin. It's not that he didn't know him. But he wasn't carnal. He wanted to see the spiritual truth. God, God said, look, the one the spirit comes to. So for, for 30 years growing up with Jesus, he didn't know that he was a Messiah. No, he might have heard. But the sign that he was giving, his personal sign, that when you see the spirit come upon him, he may be your, your cousin. He may be your brother. But there is an, there is an, an assignment upon him. He is the one that is going to save the world. So that day, John saw the Spirit coming upon Jesus. And says, this is the man. He is the one that is saving the world. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. Go. Again, the next day, John stood with two of his disciples. Come. Quickly, come. Stand here. Quickly. Okay. This is John. Where you, honey? 
with his disciples. He had uh, disciples. He was a great preacher. The whole of Israel followed him. Israel followed him. And he had disciples. No, he said the next day, John stood with his two disciples. And they saw Jesus. And what happened? John said, and looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. So John said, This guy is the Lamb of God. He's the Savior of the world. And when he said that, listen to what happened. Then the two disciples heard him speak and they followed him. From that day, they followed Jesus. Why? I didn't John has finished his work. His work was to show the world that Jesus is the Messiah. And his followers, he told them, I am not the one. I am, I am, I am just a messenger. I have just been sent. I am not the one. So he said, he is the Messiah. The work of the church is to point men to Jesus. Not to themselves. Pastors are not to point people to themselves. But we are to point men to Jesus. Next verse. Then Jesus turned and seeing them following, said to them, what do you seek? Jesus turned and saw the two disciples. He said, what do you want? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, when translated, teacher, where are you staying? In, in other words, we want to know you. We want to be with you. See, he said to them, come and see. Jesus said, come and see. What are they coming to see? What are they coming to see? Number one, you have come to see Jesus. Bible says, before Jesus was crucified, the Greeks, some foreigners came to Jesus. They told the disciples, we desire to see Jesus. He said, we want to see Jesus. We want to see Jesus. Come and see to see Jesus. The word see, number one, it means to have an experience. Come and have an experience. Jesus told Nicodemus, he says, unless you are born again, you cannot see in other words, you cannot experience. You cannot have it. In a Hebrew term, to see means to possess. So when you see, man, you see Jesus. You possess Jesus. You possess Jesus. Jesus becomes your own. Hebrews chapter 12, he says, He is the author and finisher of our faith. He is the author. He's the beginner. He said, looking unto Jesus. Seeing Jesus. The author 
and finisher of our faith. Without Jesus, there's no, there's no faith in God. You can only have faith in God through Jesus Christ. Other people claim that they can have faith in God through other means. It's only in Jesus. So when Jesus said, come and see, the first thing he was telling them to do was to come and have an experience with him. Experience him. Everybody must have an encounter with Jesus to know him. You must know Jesus. You must see Jesus. He says, looking on to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Number two, what are we coming to see? We are coming to see the kingdom of God. We are coming to see the kingdom of God. So when Jesus said, come and see, he said, I want to show you the kingdom. Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3 he says except you be born again you cannot see the kingdom of God Jesus answered and said to him most assuredly I say to you unless one is born again he cannot see you cannot experience it. You cannot participate in the kingdom. Let me tell you something. Many people go to church. But not everybody see the kingdom of God. You seek the kingdom. You search for the kingdom. The kingdom of God is like a woman that has what? Precious coins. And he says, 10 of them, and one of them got missing. He searched all. So you seek the kingdom of God. Number three, what are you coming to see? You are coming to see the power of God. Come and see. Come and experience God's power. I have come to realize that even Christians have faith in the power of the devil, juju, malams, occultic spirits, witchcraft, than God. Let me tell you something. Jesus is the head of all principalities and powers. He is the omnipotent God. He heals. Jesus told Mary, He said, If you can believe, you see the works of God. The word works, dunamis, is the same word as power. When you come to Christ, you see the power of God. The church is, is the place of God's power. Not only are we learning, but you see, God demonstrates his power through the church. In the book of Acts, this is the church when everywhere preaching. And God also was with them performing signs 
signs and wonders their words are followed with power to me when you come into the kingdom you see the power of God you see the power of God in Luke 5.17 when Jesus was speaking he said the power of God was present to heal you come and see you come and see he says now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea and Jerusalem and the power of the Lord was present to heal when you come to church God's power is present to heal you it's present to deliver you it's present to save you it's power is present to deliver you from every satanic work yes so when Jesus said come and see now they were going to see these are the disciples this is Philip Philip these are the disciples. They didn't know that when Jesus said, Come and see, they were going to see Jesus walk on water. They were going to see Jesus raising the dead. They were going to see Jesus multiplying bread. They were going to see Jesus taking fish, taking money from the mouth of the fish. They were going to see Jesus coming the storms. They were going to see a a lot of miracles and the power of God. May you see God's power in your life. May you see God's power in your life. Hey! Come and see. So when the disciples were following Jesus, they saw these things. Peter saw his mother-in-law who was sick, getting back. He saw Jesus healing Jairus' daughter, raising her from the dead. He saw Jesus calling Lazarus from the grave. So when Jesus says, come and see, means come and see his power. From today, may you experience the power of God in your life. I said from today, may you experience the power of God in your life. Put your hands together for the Lord. You shall not be sick again. I said you shall not be sick again. In the name of Jesus. Lastly, when Jesus says come and see it means come and see the riches of God the inheritance the Bible says God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings Paul said that my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus when Jesus says come they didn't know that this man is going to multiply bread for 5,000 people to eat for for 7,000 people to eat excluding women and children how much money can buy this the 
the riches of God. The riches of God. God will bless you. Oh, I, looking at my life, I've seen that God is good. He will supply every need. He will supply every need. As you come to Him, as you come to Jesus, the next one is that you see His glory. Come and see. Come and see what? Come and see what? Jesus said to Mother. If you believe, you will see the glory of God. You see the glory of God. You see the glory of God. John 11. He said, You will see the glory of God. Anytime you come to Christ, His glory is made manifest. I hear with me. The next point. When you come, you see the wisdom of God. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the power and the wisdom of God. First Corinthians chapter 2. Christ is the power. The hidden wisdom that, can, that the world cannot see. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in the mystery. The hidden wisdom which God had ordained before the ages for our glory. When we come into Christ, we see the wisdom of God. The wisdom that leads us into God's glory. The wisdom that translates us into God's blessing. So Jesus told them, come and see. Now let's go, I'm closing. Let's go there. Come and see. He said to them, come and see. They came and saw where he was staying and remained with him that day. Now, this was about the 10th hour. That's like 4 o'clock. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother, Simon. Listen. Andrew was one of the disciples of John who and, followed Jesus and initially. When Jesus told him to come and see, the Bible says he went to find his own brother, which is Simon Peter. He found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. What did he do? This month is a month of bringing people to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I said it's a month of what? It's a month of what? Bringing people to Jesus. That's first. No, no, wait. And he brought him to Jesus. Now, when Jesus looked at him, he said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated a stone. The, the following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee. And he found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets 
and also the prophet wrote Jesus of Nazareth the son of Joseph and Nathanael said to him can any good thing come out of Nazareth Philip said to him come and see put your hands together for hallelujah amen so God wants us to embark upon this project and what is the what is the project operation come and what operation come and what Nathaniel is asking can something good come out of Nazareth Philip didn't say anything Philip said you just come and what never share you will be shocked that your life will change. You will be shocked that God will bless you. You will see that your life will be transformed. And great things will come into your life. Put your hands together for the Lord. So as I close, decide that through you, people will come and see Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You will be a channel by which God will bring people to Him. Come and see. Some will follow you to church. Some you have to tell them, come and see. Others you have to compel them. But each other way, they are coming to Jesus. And they are coming to be saved. And that his house will be full. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord use you. See, one thing that will make this church a wise church. And God will bless us. It's when we begin to win when you are coming to church, don't come alone. Invite someone. Compel somebody. Don't come to church and leave your house, your wife in the house. Don't give excuses. Only God can satisfy you. May God bless you. Start to your Put your hands together for the Lord. The message you just heard was produced by Global Impact Media of the God Life Center Church International. For more information, contact 0249-520713. You can also visit us this and every Sunday at Christ City, God Life Central Church International. Situated at Stokoban and Peyo, off Awondo Daban Road, Kumasi. If you want to give your life to Christ, you can do so by praying this prayer after me. Say, Father... I come to you this day. I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me and you rose again. Be the Lord and Master of my life. Wash me in your blood and forgive me of all my sins. I am now a child of God, born again and sanctified by the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Amen.